Welcome to Off the Court, a show dedicated to making you the best version of yourself as a player and as a person. I'm Coach Jack, CEO and owner of Close the Gate Hoops. If you're trying to take your life and game to the next level, this is the podcast for you. Let's get it. What up, gatekeepers? Back at you with another episode of Off the Court. Today, we have an awesome topic that's going to spark a lot of good debates. Do limits exist? Now, this is a a topic that I've actually pondered on constantly throughout my life because it always seems like that you can keep stretching what you thought was a limit in the first place. And we're going to go over a variety of topics, but to start off this episode, I want to remind you gatekeepers, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We got 53 five-star reviews, and if we get a couple more, we definitely have the possibility of being ranked um, and being more globally known, and um, that would help us out with our goal of influencing as many lives as possible. And if any of these podcasts have helped you gatekeepers out with anything in your life, don't hesitate to reach out and tell us about it, because we love seeing those texts about how what we say um, affected your day or life. To dive right into it. Do limits exist? So first, we're going to go around and state all of our opinions on this question um, and then kind of go from there. So it's a it's a debate um, topic podcast. So in my personal opinion, I believe limits exist, but only what your own mind puts to them. So if you want to go somewhere, achieve something, it's possible. With the right mindset, there are no limits, essentially, in my opinion. So to me, it's all about your mindset um, and how how far you're willing to take things and how much pain you're willing to endure. Yeah, I agree with you. There's there's no limits based on where you can get in terms of like uh, goals and things like that. But there's like obvious physical limitations or things like that. Like so, like literally speaking, yes, but like. When you're talking about if you have a goal and you don't know if you could reach that goal, like I, I think anybody that is born that can walk could make the NBA if they really want to. I totally agree with that. A lot of people like will th- will be born and they they're like five foot eight and not super athletic, and so they're like or like that's going to be their their limit, right? But if 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 you wanted to, I still think that with the right mindset and things like that, you could still make it to the NBA. Especially recently with me, I've been studying so much on how to change athleticism. It's all about basically what you know and how you train. Um, And if you put every waking hour into becoming the best athlete and basketball player you can be, I truly believe anyone, if they wanted to, could make it to the NBA. But depending on what kind of athleticism you're gifted by God, it's going to depend on how much you're willing to sacrifice, right? Yes, you can make it to the NBA, but you're going to literally have to sacrifice every waking moment to your entire life to mm-hmm. that goal. Mm-hmm. So okay. it it's obviously depends on what you were given in the first place. Everything, obviously, we I use this phrase all the time. I got to find a new one. with two sides to each coin, right? So if you're not gifted with a lot of athleticism, I truly believe even if you're not, you can still make it to the NBA, but then you're going to have to use every waking moment you have to get to that goal which then obviously creates a great sense of work ethic, um, but then you have no balance, which we all know balance is extremely important. And then if you're gifted with athleticism, you obviously don't have to work as hard to get to that goal. This is what I mean by it's all about your mindset and how there's no limits. The only person that puts limits on anything is yourself, right? You're the only person that can get get in the way of what you truly desire. Um, and honestly, from personal experience, that is why I believe anyone can make it to the NBA because it's just constant work and trusting the process and, and basically embracing that phrase because 
most of the time when kids are done with high school, basketball, and they don't play in college, they just stop playing. But if you just continue to play and you just stack up on all these skills um, and athletic training, and it just it's exponential growth. It's just like um, money or any other type of math equation. It eventually explodes because of all this work you've constantly put in because 1% better of what you were yesterday is a lot more than what it was previously. It's like that 1% rule. Uh-huh. And a lot of people that when... A lot of people put limits on themselves, so it's 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 a lot of mental game. Cause like you're way more capable and we've talked about this on the podcast before, but you're way more capable of doing things than your brain thinks. Like your body is way more capable of that. But you put limits on yourself because you you don't understand what your body's capable of. And listening, I recently <clears throat> gatekeepers on Audible late lately my book, um my audiobook's been You Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. Do you guys know who that guy is? Mm-mm. Man, he is insane. Like, he's why I believe there are no limits um, to what we can achieve because he's basically tricked his brain to loving pain, right? Every normal person runs away from pain. They, they find every possible reason to get out of it. But this dude wants pain 24 7. Mm-hmm. Like, legit insane. Um, but basically, what happened is this, this man was abused as he was growing up as a child um, and he wasn't satisfied with his life. He was in a great state of depression. And one day he told himself he wanted to be a Navy SEAL. Right. Um, And this dude was like 300 pounds at the time. Mm. He had, I think it was three weeks to lose like 105 pounds. So he loses 105 pounds in three weeks, which is absolutely insane. The dude didn't sleep. Uh, Literally every waking moment he had to be burning calories. And then he had one, chicken breast at night and that was it like the men the mentality to do that is obviously insane then eventually he goes to the navy sealed and this guy does some crazy so hell week if you've never heard of it before is this um entire week where navy seals basically the goal of the commander is to get them to quit and they're they're throwing everything at them to get them to quit and the things that these people do are absolutely insane. And this is why mindset is everything because what they get themselves through in this week, and by the way, this entire week they don't sleep. So they're thrown into all this stuff and I'm gonna look up right now what they do during hell week. Hell week, this is when um, you have to train for five straight days and five straight nights only on four hours of sleep through those entire five days which is absolutely insane. Some of their activities consist of swimming five miles in shark water at night in the ocean. So you would get hypothermia from swimming in this water because it's so cold in the first place. And then they have to deal with, the obviously, the fear of sharks being in the water. Um, and the other thing that they do this entire week is they have to cover themselves in sand. So they're always covered in sand because it makes them uncomfortable, obviously. Yeah. You can never shower. You can't eat. It's literally, it's everything that you need to survive and they take it away for a week. And you're doing all these things that you train for in the army. But that's the, someone that can go through that, you truly have no limits with what your brain lets you. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's why I wanted to talk about that is because a Navy SEAL embraces limits not existing based off your mindset. Even just me, like listening to that stuff, I listen to it and I like think of it as like impossible. Mm -hmm. But like... Just so that's because, your own brain putting a limit on it. Exactly, yeah. And it, and, and I'm sure, I mean, <laughs> I would suck, but I feel like if I truly had the right mindset, like even I could do that. You know what I mean? 
And another thing too, it's like, if you thought of everything as life or death, mm-hmm. like the type, like if you had to run a mile in under a certain number of time, right? Obviously, if it's a record breaking time, you'd have to train for it. But if it's like life or death, like you die, if you don't get this, mm-hmm. you can get there. Yeah. That's because your, your mindset was what was in the way in the first place. Right. Another thing we should talk about too is second wind. You know what that is, right? Like where you're really tired and then you randomly get like a burst of energy. Uh Like that's what you're talking about? Yes. Yeah. So like, do you believe in that or how does that work? Because obviously you're a runner. I don't think it's a physical thing where you like, you gain energy out of nowhere, but it's like a, it's like a mental thing. Yeah. I bet you it has something to do with like something in the brain, like with hormones or endorphins. Yeah. It's almost like you get a spike of, we say dopamine a lot. Like you get a spike of that when you Mm -hmm. realize you're at the point of no return. Mm Mm-hmm. Cause it like, I'm already doing it. Exactly. This sucks, but it's going to suck. So what else do I do? What else? What well, almost puts you on a pedestal, right? When you're mm-hmm. at that point, yeah. you're like you're at a point that most people never get to. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Cause I, I'm like thinking about that too. Cause I, like when I would run like my 800 or something, I would be thinking like in the middle of my race, I'd get to like the second lap and I'd just be like, well, this sucks. Like, mm-hmm. but like, I can't just stop. Like there's. Mm-hmm. There's, it's, I'm at the point of no return. So then at that point, it'd almost be like, well, I just got to do it. Like, you can't really, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that might be where, like, the second wind would come from, from the brain just being like, what else are you going to do, you know? Yeah. And just the will to win. Mm-hmm. And that's that's exactly what the limits gets from. It's, on, it's honestly the drive. How, how big is the drive of wanting to win in life? Mm-hmm. Like, basically just trying to beat out every single possible competition. The, another thing is when you're like speaking of limits, when we, when I would like finish my 800 races, I would think that I'm like at the very end, I would think that I'm sprinting and then I would like think in my brain, like kick it up a little bit more. And then I would be going faster when I was already, I already thought I was going as fast as I possibly could. Mm -hmm. And then my, I would tell my brain, you know, go faster. And then I'd be going faster than what I thought was my fastest. So it's like, it feels like you're like breaking that limit, but it's not because well, I guess you are breaking the limit because your brain put that on there, but yeah, no. And that's why limits are always constantly being broken, mm-hmm. which is why I also don't believe they exist. Like, <laughs> um, Elon Musk thinks that we're going to be on Mars in 2025 or something like that. Uh-huh. That's absolutely insane. Like he willed himself. Elon Musk's example of willing himself past any limit that anyone ever thought possible. Right. Right. He runs like five companies and he's putting people on Mars soon. Mm -hmm. Like stuff like that was unheard of even five years ago. Well, think about like players in the NBA today. Like we look at them and we're like, how can you get better than this? Mm -hmm. But it's like, Oh yeah. They're like, I'm sure people thought that about Michael Jordan and like all the people in like the eighties and stuff. Like how, how can they get better than this? You know what I mean? And people like, obviously everything's just going to keep progressing. But like right now, if I look at like LeBron James, I'm like, how can you get better than this? But Someone will come along. Um, yeah, absolutely. Like, I think of when I was watching film of Kyrie this morning, and I'm just thinking of this dude playing people like 20 years ago. <laughs> right. He's so good. I know. Like, he can he can score at will, and he's like 6'2". Mm-hmm. He's just so, his footwork and his, I mean, his handle is insane too, but. He's one of the best all-around basketball players offensively that I've ever seen. Kyrie? Yeah. In terms of just you put everything together. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's pros and cons to everything, right? He has a jump shot. So 
he's not going to have as quick of a release as Curry. Mm-hmm. But then his mid-range is insane. His we, ball manipulation is insane. Yes. He does some crazy things with the ball. He's just so explosive, too. Yeah. And have you seen him? He looks like a high schooler out there. Mm-hmm. He is tiny. Well, look at his... No, if you look up look up pictures of Kyrie Irving and, it's, and his shin angle. Insane. We talk about shin angle a lot at close the gate. His shin angle is insane. His shin's touching the ground. Mm-hmm. He's a good example of breaking past limits, too. Like, I wonder what how much he weighs. Here's who I was going to talk about. So, like, someone that I think about, too, Patrick Beverly. Not a very super skilled basketball player, right? He's not... Not a great shooter, doesn't handle the ball super well, but he's in the NBA doing that. He's in the NBA because he wanted to be, because he had the the will to, right? He he does. He's like he made himself different, right? And he he found a way to help out his team, if that makes sense, with a, with his limitations that he has. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So he like because like he's not a, I mean he's not really even a like he's not really a great basketball player, but he's in the NBA making an impact on every team he goes to. No, I think being a lockdown defender has a lot to do with this topic because it's basically mindset, mm-hmm. right? Uh, 90% of defense is effort. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, footwork does matter and athleticism does matter. But if you wanted to become a lockdown defender for your team and you really honed in on that, you could definitely do that. Oh yeah, It's a lot different than other basketball skills. skills. Like, you cannot will yourself to be an elite shooter right away. Right. You watch Pat Bevan playoffs, and all he's trying to do is just like get in your head. I mean, he's you watch him, you think he's kind of crazy just because his mindset towards defense is just like, I'm going to shut you down, and there's nothing you can do about it. Well, you could call the people that have no limits crazy because every 99% <laughs> of the population is so and so called normal, and they put limits on themselves like mm-hmm. we all do. So yeah, Pat Bev is crazy because his story to get to the NBA too was insane. Because it's this, yes, it's the same concept. He like willed himself to get there through the effort on defense. Right. Jimmy Butler, I was talking about him, but he's homeless at like twelve years old. Ninety nine percent of people, if they're homeless at twelve years old, they're not going to the NBA. Yeah. Um, no, another one, Dennis Rodman, like one of the greatest rebounders of all time, and he's like what six eight. That's insane. Mm-hmm. That is That's insane. will. That's all will. That's all mindset. If you knew you were just going to be five foot three, <laughs> did you did like would would anyone think that your goal would be to be in the NBA? Definitely not. No, that's Spud Webb. Spud Webb, I mean, sorry. How tall was he though? It's five seven. That's crazy. I thought he was five five. Spud Webb, I'm pretty sure he's five seven. No, but like even five six. Okay, we 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 tied. Even then, dude, like we thought like five seven when we saw Spud Webb in the dunk contest. Like, and it's not like he was doing like super crazy dunks, you know. Respect to him, but we thought that was the most insane thing ever seeing a five seven guy dunk, and did and we probably never thought that it would go any shorter or things like that. And now, like, <clears throat> I've seen like on Instagram, like. Some dude who's like five five that's going between the legs off two legs, and it's like <laughs> mm-hmm. there's no limitations to like it's gonna keep everything's gonna keep progressing. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's that. Okay, I was coming up with a new thesis and definition in my head while you were talking there. Mm-hmm. So limits don't exist, right? Because they're being broken every single day. But the timetable matters, right? Basically, everything that you could think would be impossible 
could eventually be broken. Mm-hmm. But it's some are obviously going to take a lot more time than others. Mm-hmm. For example, think of 50 years ago and people trying to talk about people landing on Mars. Right? Impossible. Yeah. But it took 50 years to break that limit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's true. So they don't exist, but time plays a factor in breaking them. For sure. Um, in terms of like monumental limits that mm-hmm. people would think are physically impossible mm-hmm. like it's impossible until someone does it that's true i think i think about like re- we've been talking about the nba a lot but i think about like records in the nba like wilt's 100 point game mm-hmm. seems like it's never going to be broken but that's going to be broken I, oh i know i bet it will be especially soon. with the nba and how it's progressing yeah Holy devin God. booker had 70 points clay clay thompson had two every game is you look at the totals too nowadays in the nba Every game is like 110 to 120. It's just totals are going to keep going up because people are. Then they'll they make miss. rules. Yeah, they'll make rules for it to be a higher scoring game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's more entertaining. Mm-hmm. Clay Thompson had what? How many? 37 in a quarter? Yeah. That, that What is that average? 148. Yeah. Oh uh, my gosh. That's a 148? Lot. That's a whole lot of points. That is insane. Yeah, no, that that's that's a great example of when you hear that Wilt scored a hundred points, you you would never think that that would ever be broken. But there's no limits. There are no limits. So this, so the reason we tell you guys this stuff is because we we encourage you not to put limits on yourself. The we always ask, um, like on the first day, for you guys to set a goal for yourself. What your end goal would be with basketball and a lot of people we will see kids that put down like i want to be the best that i can be a a good example of a kid putting a limit on himself is him wanting i've seen kids want to put like down make the nba and then they don't do it because there's other kids in the group Mm -hmm. i remember doing that as a kid well i see kids on their like even starting 3v3 this week with like new kids obviously but on their goal, it's not play D1. It's I want to play D1. That's and a good I just think catch. I didn't want see that. is like it shows the limit, you know? Yes. That's total limit. Yes. The, the one example that I just remembered from when I was younger, I remember I used to say that my goal was to play overseas. Only reason that I said that was because I thought I wasn't good enough to ever go to the NBA. Like I, th- I was putting that limit on myself yep. and it's not, you know, I wasn't really into traveling when I was really young, but like the whole reason I did that was because I didn't think I could make it to the NBA. And I thought maybe I could do this, you know, but it's like putting that limit. I was putting that limit on myself and it's, it's important to not do that. Everyone listening to this right now can truly change the world. But it's all about um, what your mindset is and what you want to accomplish, right? Limits exist only if you let them. What we're trying to tell you is that they do not exist and you guys can go do whatever you want to do and change whatever you want to change, which is what we're trying to do here with CTG. Definitely. I mean, like when I first joined CTG, you know, I, I I wouldn't. The, we 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 do the exact same thing. We don't. We try not to put limits on CTG. We have like big long term goals, and we we you know some people like look at it and be like, "There's no way that'll happen." But we're not putting limits on ourselves. We think we could like do some really big things with CTG, biggest basketball training business in the world. That's right. Well, like just a good example of that is like when 
Me, Jack, and Aaron went to New Orleans like what a month ago? Yeah, three weeks ago. We were just like, oh, we're gonna have a, a facility down here at some point, right? <laughs> and yeah, a lot of people would look at that and laugh, but I mean, I have a vision for it, and I truly believe that we'll have at least one facility in every state. That's the end goal um, for me. But obviously, scaling, there is no end goal with CTG. It's going to keep going. Scaling, the only thing that scares me with scaling is the quality, obviously, right? Uh, the huge, huge leverage we have over every other business right now is this: what we're doing right now. The podcast, the notebook, actually caring about these kids' lives, not just this this aspect of basketball skill. That's why we have so much leverage, in my opinion, and being able to scale to any state because any parent would pay any amount of money for something that valuable to the point where it's having an effect on kids' everyday lives when they think about that. Like seeing texts from parents and being like, when I'm shout out to one of my um, oldest CTG students, Gov, Gov like didn't want to get a haircut one day <laughs> and his mom was um, trying to get him to go get the haircut because he didn't want to get the haircut because he always got a cut by one person and he had to go someone somewhere new because that person retired or something mm -hmm. and Gov would not do it and Dana was like, Dana's Gov's mom, what would Jack do or something like that and uh, like that type of influence is extreme, like there is no value to it. Like it's infinitely valuable. And that's why I think we have such a huge advantage. And like you, mm -hmm. I'm, you've gotten texts from parents similar to that too, Aaron. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And just to let everyone know, Gov did get his haircut. My boy Gov. Yes. So we're proud of you, Gov, for getting your haircut. Those are, those kinds of texts are like what really makes me love this stuff. Cause it, it makes me feel like I'm doing something good. Well, yeah. And it's fun. Mm -hmm. It's a perfect job. All right. Um, so to recap gatekeepers, there are no limits. There's only limits that you put on yourself, right? And what we're trying to encourage you is that you can achieve anything you want. And you should not be scared to tell people what you want because of putting limits on yourself. Never say, I want. You have to say, this is how it's going to be and I'm going to get there. And I'm going to do whatever I can to get there because there are no limits with your mindset. Um, so we're going to encourage you gatekeepers to go change the world, um, create influence and achieve what you want to achieve and don't hold back from whatever that is. Mm -hmm. Um, you guys want to do a quick speed round? Yeah, let's do it. Aaron, what is your favorite gas station candy? Favorite gas station candy? Sour Patch Kids for sure. What about you, Connor? I think Sour Patch Watermelon. Watermelon's better. For sure. Debatable. Nah. Very debatable. What was your favorite thing about the first week of CTG 3v3? My favorite thing was probably... Dang, that's a good question. Probably the buzzer beater that Grant hit. Mm, oh, that, that was sweet. Day. Grant hit a sidestep three for the game. Everybody we, was freaking out. Um, was G, -Money. G Money hit a buzzer beater. Like an actual game winner? Yes. Really? Yes. G Money. It was a deep one too, like a deep, deep two or a deep one pointer. Banked it in. Everyone went crazy. That's awesome. awesome. That was really fun to watch. It's just it's super fun seeing like because especially with the big groups, they're all yeah. getting to like hang out with their friends and it seems like they're having a lot of fun. So that's really it's really fun to watch. Yeah, I love when they get in their huddles. They're trying to make a game plan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Low call timeouts. <laughs> 
Yeah, I love the timeouts. All right, we're now in the second round, a little of the NBA playoffs, a little bit, a little bit into the second round. I bet what you are, this comes out in the finals. What are your finals bit. predictions? Bucks are winning the ship. Okay, we're not, the, we're filming this right the day after the Bucks just won Game Three, so everybody knows. <laughs> it's gonna come out like Bucks have been champions for like three weeks. <laughs> well, they heard it here first. Yep. Um, I, I got the Bucks too. I actually think the Bucks are going to come back. I think it's very, very Don't possible. last, Connor. Don't set limits on them. I'm not setting limits. I'm being <laughs> realistic. <laughs> That's setting limits, bro. The You're Bucks, going against everything we just said. Bucks are four games in a row. Why? Because I'm not... Okay, let's talk limit. about this. Let's talk about All this. Right. Connor just said, I'm being realistic. That's probably what everyone says when they put a limit on themselves. How, when Aaron, when Aaron wanted to go to the NBA, but he went overseas. I wanted to go overseas instead. I but was trying to be realistic. Yeah, never ever gatekeepers be realistic like Connor is right now. <laughs> I can have a different opinion than you. I'm not setting limits on the box. You said. Okay, I would love. I'm so glad you said that. The- Take being realistic out of your vocabulary. No such thing. You can keep it. I would love if the Bucks won the finals, but you're setting limits on them. I can I can have a different opinion than you two. What do you think is gonna happen? I hope the Bucks go to the finals and play I think they'll play the Suns. I think the Jazz. The Jazz are really nice right now. If we play the Jazz, we're gonna sweep them. I just don't like the Jazz. I don't know why. They play so well together. Rudy Gobert has three deep Yeah, boys. I'm not a huge fan of him, but yes. I, lo- I love Donovan Mitchell. I think Gobert's the most overrated player in the league. Could be. All right. Thank you for listening, gatekeepers, to another episode of Off the Court. Just remember, never put limits on yourself. The only per- person putting limits on your life is you, your mindset. Okay? You can achieve whatever you want to do. Do the impossible and go change the world. I'm Coach Jack. Peace out. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Off the Court. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, please don't forget to leave reviews if you haven't yet. This helps us with engagement and helps us rank higher to make an influence on more basketball lives. I also strongly encourage you guys to check out our free ebook download that's 25 pages long, How to Unlock the Mental Side of the Game. I was a player that was constantly grinding and constantly working, and it was really hard for me not to see results from the amount of work I was putting in. But this ebook that I wrote dives exactly into those types of questions. I was completely ignoring the most important part of basketball, which is the mental side of the game. So the 25-page ebook that I wrote is for you guys to give yourselves a leg up on your competition and almost like a secret weapon. I call it the basketball cheat code. Also check out our website, ctghoops.com. On there, we got tons of programs that you guys can download to make yourselves a better basketball player. We have the CTG Productivity Notebook, helping you guys become addicted to productivity. Of course, in-person training, We are located now in multiple cities. And then we have the CTG blog, free education on becoming your best basketball self. Lastly, follow all our social media pages at CTG Hoops, where we post multiple times a day, trying to make you the best player and person that you can be. All the links for these are down in the description below. Thank you guys so much. Make sure you guys check out all the other episodes of Off the Court and make sure you're ready for next week's episode. I'm Coach Jack. We out, baby. Peace.